This is not a normal place for us to be, to have, uh, to have House Republicans hold our economy hostage. That is not, a nor that is not the norm. As Corinne Jean-Pierre, bless her heart, spokesperson from the podium of the White House press briefing room in Washington, D.C., where the D.C. stands for debt ceiling, still no deal on raising that debt ceiling. And let us start here our conversation with our congressman, 10th District Republican Congressman Mike Collins on with us now. Congressman Collins, thanks for your time this morning. Well, good morning, Tim. It's good to be with you, man. What about that? Uh, she says it's your fault, you and those House Republicans, who have, in fact, and let the record show, you have, in fact, voted to raise the debt ceiling. What's her problem with y'all? Well, you know, it, it, I kind of alluded to that yesterday when I was waiting at the airport on the plane to load, the fact that, uh, you know, we're not going to vote for a clean debt ceiling, and, and I've got uh, approximately 700,000 people out there that, that put me up here with that message and uh, I'm just as important our constituents are just as important as anybody else's and uh, we should be have the, we should have the right to be heard just like they do and uh, you know our opinions are not any less than anybody else's and it's not holding the, the, the country hostage you know I think my question back to her in the administration is you know how much is too much when is the debt too much uh, you know, this just let's just pass it and keep spending more and more money is not going to work. And and you're right. We passed a, a good bill that uh, addresses both items. It's going to increase the debt to pay the bills, but it's also going to address the fact that this spending has got to stop and we got to rein it in. And those are our ideas. That's where we want to go with it. And it's sitting in the Senate. It's their job to take it up. Hey, you know what? Take it up. If you don't want it, vote it down. But they're not even doing their job over there. So to tell us that we're holding it hostage, you're not doing our job, is just it's just not the truth. As I understand the two parts to the bill that the House did pass, as you pointed out, would raise the debt ceiling and pay the credit card bill, as it were. But it would hold the spending or roll the spending back, not a long way, but essentially to 2022 spending levels in most, in most areas. Is that more or less it? That, that's correct. As a matter of fact, that was just their spending budget four months, five months ago. It's what they just rolled off. So it's essentially holding it to that. Um, and it's, it's no more simple than that. You know, it's, but, but you're right. It, and it starts beginning to address that we need welfare to, to work. We, we need people to get back into the workplace. So, so it cuts spending. It starts saving taxpayers money. And it also starts growing the economy. And, and it's just three simple things. Congressman Nine Collins with us again, 10th District Republican, uh, joining us this morning and discussing another matter that popped up yesterday, this Durham report that came out. John Durham, uh, special counsel investigating the investigation, the the Trump collusion with Russia investigation. The Mueller report, you'll recall, it, it basically turned up nothing, it didn't do anything wrong. Uh, Durham. John Durham, in his report, looks at the conduct of the FBI and the, as I say, investigating the investigators, finds it well, lacking in terms of any evidence to have substantiated the investigation to begin with. In other words, no probable cause, which would be required for making an arrest in, in, a, in a criminal setting. What do you make of what you've heard so far about the Durham report? I think it was just made evident what, what we already knew, uh, put it in writing. You know, the, the, just the fact that it was a hoax. Uh, it was the fact that uh, it was used to, to try to, to sway an election. 
And, uh, and I think it's very problematic that you've got uh, federal agencies up here that are willing to go along with that. And I hope that uh, we can continue to investigate. We will uh, oversight and judiciary and, and hold these people accountable because the American people need to see what has been going on in this town up here for decades. Well, you know, it's pointed out that some of the same people up to and including the head of the FBI are still in place up there. At least Christopher Ray for a portion of uh, went down over those years. You talk about holding them accountable. Other than holding hearings, what can the House do? Oh, I think there's a number of things they can do. For one, uh, you take all of them. I don't care if it's still the, the still dossier, whether it's Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop uh, that they said was Russian disinformation. These people that may have moved on to the private sector, we need to start stripping them of their security clearances. Uh, that'd be one thing. If there's anything criminal, they need to be held criminally liable, just like the rest of us. Um, but as we continue to investigate, get this, get get all these things out in the open, and there's so much, Tim. I swear, it's every time you turn around, there's just new things popping up. Um, but we've just got to keep our heads down, keep plowing, making sure that the American people understand what's happening up here. Hold people criminally liable. If we can strip them up, and we can get rid of their security clearances, make sure they don't hold any more office in any type of federal agency. Uh, then we need to be doing that, and we are going to do that. Title 42 expiring earlier this week. Uh, Trump-era pandemic measure to keep as many as possible of the migrants on the other side of the southern border. Congressman Mike Collins with us another few minutes here. Uh, what do you make of what we've seen so far? If I'm if I'm simply watching CNN and reading some of the newspaper headlines, I'm getting a sense that it's not as bad as had been forecast, uh, the surge at the southern border and all those people trying to cross. Then I actually look at some of the video and it looks pretty bad to me. What do you see? Yeah, well, it's the same thing. You've got you've got one sector, which is most of the media, that try to cover up what's actually going on down there. But just last week, sixty aliens came across over ten over ten thousand a day. You know, we've had over more than five million illegal aliens that have been caught entering the southern border just since Biden took office. And, and that doesn't address the more than 1.3 million that got away. There's a huge truck problem down there. That's why we passed HR2 Secure the Border Act last week. And, and that's why we say you've got to secure that border before we do anything else. If you don't, you're, you're, not, you're wasting your time. One of the things that we're hearing, Congressman Collins, I know of at least one case that has been documented. There may be, there likely are others, but one in particular, an Afghan, is on the terror watch list. They caught up with him uh, trying to get across the border. I gather there have been others. I mean, we're, we're, as bad as the drug cartels and the human traffickers are, now there's a concern about international terrorists crossing that border. Oh, yeah. I think he made, what, number 40 that they've caught? You know, and... and uh it's, you don't know what's crossing down there. And and that doesn't include the bad, the drugs. You know, with the fentanyl, it's, it's became the, the number one thing for the Mexican tar- cartel to push across to the United States. And, and all of the stuff that they're mixing in with fentanyl now, it, uh, it was already dangerous enough. And now look at what they've done to it. I think that's one of the reasons that uh, the my first bill that uh, we got passed through the House last week, you know, passed unanimously. Uh, and, and that bill is, is going to help protect our law enforcement because we've got to come up with, with ways to protect them from uh, the, the law enforcement and the Border Patrol out there who come up on this stuff. 
they need help and they need protecting so that they don't get the side effects or any effects from these additives that have been put into fentanyl. Well, you mentioned that bill, Congressman Collins, passing unanimously. That obviously means you had Democrat support as well. Point to another place or two. You've been up there a minute now. Uh, any examples of you working toward and maybe having success with the folks on the other side of the aisle? Yeah, well, you know, Tim, I came up here, I look at things as common sense, and uh, that was common sense. We, I've got another bill that's uh, pushing its way through uh, committees right now. It should be hitting the floor pretty soon uh, to deal with uh, the shortage in airline pilots and aircraft mechanics. Uh, prime example we need that is because our plane broke down yesterday <laughs> sitting on the tarmac, and it took us two hours to get another plane uh, to get up here. But uh, but that bill simply states that people with a 529 savings plan, 401k plan, that plan has got uh, specific degrees that you can get. We're just adding in there commercial airline pilots and avia uh, aircraft mechanics. And that's a common sense bill. We've got, uh, gosh, I don't know, close to 70 co-sponsors um, and Democrats. Lucy McBath is on that bill. Uh, so you can get things done that are just pure common sense, help the American people do what we need to do up here, and, uh, and, and, and it's working. You like this uh, about four and a half months in so far since you actually took off. Of course, you watched your father for a number of years in Congress. You like this so far? It's an odd way to ask the question, but what do you make of this so far? No, you know, Tim, I do. I do. I tell people every day it's, it's an honor to be able to come up here and to have people entrust me with, with my experience of being in the private sector for over 30 years. And just use that experience to to come up here and represent people of the tenth district in the state of Georgia, in the whole country, and and help get this country back on track. And I uh, couldn't I couldn't think of anything better that I would love to be doing right now. All right, Congressman Mike Collins, tenth district Republican representative, a freshman in the House, a member of Georgia's delegation. Thanks for getting up early. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Enjoyed it.